Let's, uh, let's begin this morning by uh, praying together, all right? Jesus, we just thank you. God, I thank you for all that you're doing in the world. I thank you for this precious choir, these children, Lord, who love you, these children who know you, Father, and they share your love through their talents and through their singing and through their dance. Lord, we just praise you for what you're doing in their lives and in their families. God, I thank you for Gaba Church and all that you're doing through that um, church family, Lord, and I pray that you would continue to spread your name through committed followers of Jesus Christ like we've seen so far this morning. May you be glorified in our time together right now. In your holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. For a few minutes today, I want to talk to you about remembering. Remembering. Remember God. You know, repeatedly throughout the Bible, God encourages us to remember. He's consistently reminding us of the truth. He says, remember what I've done for you. Remember how I've asked you to live. Remember the pain that sin and rebellion have caused in your life. God says, remember. In the New Testament, I love, I love Peter. And one thing Peter consistently says is, I've told you this before and I know you know the truth. But I want to encourage you to remember. So I'm going to remind you again. I said it before, I'm going to say it again. It's like talking to our kids, right? You have to constantly be reminding them of what they're supposed to be doing. Well, God says, I want to constantly remind you. Because we can get so caught up in the trouble of our day that we forget the great things that God has already done for us. I mean, I don't know where you are this morning, but you might be in the middle of trouble today. There might be some job or employment situations in your life that aren't working out. You might have health problems. You might be having relationship or marriage problems. There might be some other circumstances that are overwhelming you. And if that's you this morning, let me ask you, are you, are you worried about that? Is fear and doubt overcoming you this morning? Has God ever done anything good for you in the past? How many of you here can say God in the past has done something good for me? Let me see your hands right now. Yeah. God has done great things for us. God says, remember, remember what I've done. Remember how I've worked in your life. And by remembering the trouble you're going through right now, if I did it then, I can do it today. Amen? Yeah. God says, don't forget, but remember, remember me. Remember who I am and what I've done and how I create and hold everything together. And speaking of remembering this morning, Monday is Memorial Day. Tomorrow's Memorial Day, a day designated especially toward remembering. You know, Memorial Day began in 1848. It was, it was designated basically after the Civil War, to remember those who died during the Civil War. It was designed to kind of bring the country together that was torn apart. And since then, it's been expanded to uh, remember all of those who have died in all of the armed conflicts for our country. Memorial Day is a special day of remembering. So what are some things we need to remember? If Memorial Day is the day of remembering, what should we be remembering? Well, first of all, 
in the context of a moral day, let me remind you that we need to remember those men and women who've died protecting our freedoms as Americans. Freedoms that are continually under assault by forces outside and inside our country. Forces that would choose to limit those freedoms. Well, remember all of those who died or were wounded or came home intact from all of the armed conflicts that have entangled our nation. You know, when I, when I was thinking about this, I wonder if you're like me. When I, when I think about remembering those who've died for our country, I often think and picture them as maybe being old, gray, wise, stoic men, sort of like founding fathers with great guiding wisdom. I often picture like my grandfather as being one of those that died for our country. But you know what the truth is? Let me remind you of some truth. The truth is most of the young men and young women that died for our country were just that, young. They gave up two lives. They gave up the life they were living and they gave up the life they would have lived. Remember them. Remember those who have died for us. Jesus said in John 15, Greater love has no man than this, than he who would lay down his life for his friends. Now, while he was referring to himself, the principle is still true. Many have died. Many have given their lives for us. And the love that they've shown through that act of, of uh, sacrifice is something that we just can't even understand or fathom. And while our nation is currently in the field of battle in Iraq and Afghanistan and other parts of the world, it's, it's even more important this weekend for us to remember, to remember those veterans who proudly and willingly served, giving themselves in some way for our nation, giving themselves for all of us in this room right now, for your freedom. As Rusty said in his memorial time, we're here because they gave up their lives for us. And whether serving at home or abroad during a time of war or during a time of peace, all who've proudly served our country should be remembered so that what they've done will not be undone. And if you're here this morning, if you've ever served our country or are currently serving our country in military service, I want to personally, right now, say thank you. Thank you. Thank you for a job well done. We need to remember those who served our country. As we think about Memorial Day and remembering, in addition to our veterans, there are some others we need to remember. And so I want to read to you two verses, a passage that's near and dear to my heart. I love this passage. Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2 says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and every sin which clings so closely. Let us run with race, the, with patience, the endurance, the race that's set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and he's now seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Amen? Amen. 
The writer says here, remember those who served God faithfully in the past. Those witnesses he's referring to here are those Old Testament saints listed in Hebrews chapter 11. It's called the Hall of Fame of Faith, and it lists names of of men and women who through arduous and difficult circumstances exercised faith in God, perseverance, and stayed true to what God called them to do. Men and women like Noah and Abraham and Sarah and Isaac and Moses and Rahab and David and many others. Through trying circumstances, they overcame great odds and they carried out God's plan through faith and perseverance. They endured and they ran their race with patience. And then just as important in Hebrews chapter 11 in this book, not only is Moses and their names recorded for eternity, but there's in, in that chapter there's masses of unnamed faces who in obscurity lived in caves and suffered persecution and were killed for the cause of Jesus Christ. He says the world's not worthy of them. They gave their lives for Jesus. They remained faithful. The writer here says, remember that great cloud of witnesses. And for us today, not only would we remember those in Hebrews 11, but maybe we would also include in there men like Peter and James and John and Paul and Martin Luther and William Wilberforce, William Carey, Billy Sunday. Men who've, who've called the, the Lord, Jesus Lord and they've lifted His name high and they remained faithful. Maybe there's an aunt or an uncle in your life or a grandmother or a grandfather or a close family friend who was a solid follower of Jesus Christ who's gone on before. Well, remember them. Remember them. This verse says, their love for Jesus and their deeds of service for Him should challenge us to lay aside everything that holds us back and run our race with patience, sold out for Jesus. Stop playing with sin. Stop living in fear and doubt. Give up pride. Give up your own unfulfilled expectations and just live for Jesus. Let their acts of service, let their perseverance be something to motivate and encourage you to stay true, to hang in there, to not give up, no matter what the circumstance. By remembering the faithful saints of God, we can be encouraged that what God has done and accomplished in their lives, He can do the same thing for us today. Remember their stories and live wholly before God in patience just as they did. Don't forget. Remember. Tomorrow is a day of remembrance. Certainly we want to remember those veterans and those who served our country and given their lives in service for our freedom. And we want to remember all of those saints that have gone on before who through diligence and perseverance served Jesus Christ with their heart and soul and mind. The writer here says there's someone even more important to remember. In verse 2, he says, look unto Jesus. Remember Jesus. God's Word says, look to Jesus. He's the author, the founder, the perfecter of our faith. Jesus, who for the joy set before Him, endured the cross, despised the shame. And it's vital that we're constantly reminded of this gospel message, this good news message. 
Because what is the good news? The angel said to Mary, Behold, I bring you glad tidings of great joy. Born unto you this day in the city of David is Jesus Christ the Lord. He is the good news. The good news is a message, but more than that, the good news is a person. The gospel is Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. The writer here says, remember Jesus. Look unto Jesus who endured for you. Jesus is the gospel because Jesus has done for us what we could not do for ourselves. He was brutalized and he was crucified so that you and I could go free. And without His sacrificial death on the cross and His burial and His glorious resurrection on the third day, you and I would have no hope. No hope of escaping hell. No hope of reaching heaven. But more important than all that, no hope of personally knowing Jesus Christ, the Creator of all things. The gospel is not about getting us to heaven. The gospel is about getting us to Jesus. Having a personal relationship with him isaiah 64 says that all of our righteousness is as filthy rags and in romans 3 we read that we have all sinned and we've all fallen short of the glory of god we have no possible chance to know him on our own do you know there's not enough money you can pay to buy a relationship with jesus there's not enough good works you can do to earn a relationship with jesus There's not enough religion you can practice to qualify for a relationship with Jesus. On our own, we're hopeless. Praise God. Praise God that before the foundation of the world, He devised a plan that He could forgive us of our sins while remaining true to His holiness and His justice. Jesus Christ, who knew no sin, became sin for us. He was judged as a a sinner and He was sacrificed so that as we repent and believe in Him, we can receive forgiveness and we can know that we can live with Him forever, personally and intimately, living with Him here and then throughout eternity. So as I said earlier, the New Testament writers continually call us to remember this message. Remember what Jesus has done. Remember how much He loves you. Remember how to live because of that. And why does God consistently call us to remember? Why does that word remember continually come up throughout the Scripture? Because it's easy for us to forget. It's so easy to forget. It's easy to forget the truth that you already know and not behave it. And it's easy to forget the truth that you're learning and just dismiss it. Because the world, the flesh, the devil are trying their best to push that truth out of our hearts and out of our minds. Why? Because Jesus said you'll know the truth and the truth will make you free. And I can guarantee you this morning, if you forget the truth, you're going to be in bondage. You're not going to live in freedom. You're going to, you're going to be bound up because we need to remember Jesus. We need to remember the choice He made in eternity past to secure your eternity future. Remember Jesus. Don't forget And what do we do with that? As we remember Jesus, we run to Him. We live for Him. We cling to Him. And we share His name with the world. 
I challenge you this morning to remember. Remember those veterans who have served God with their lives, served our country with their lives. Remember those saints who've gone on before, who have served the kingdom with their lives. And then remember Jesus. Let His Holy Spirit manifest His presence in you in such a way that it ignites a love for Jesus. Because you know what? It's hard to love Jesus without remembering Him, isn't it? It's hard to love Jesus and not say His name and declare His name to the world. Let me encourage you in your sphere of influence, where you work, where you live, to be witnessing of Jesus. Make His name great in your world. And then be a part of making His name great around the world. Because it's hard to love Jesus and not want to spread His message. You know, today we've seen an example of loving Jesus Christ in the Wangaza Choir. I think those kids love Jesus. It shows in how they sing and what they do. They're traveling all over the world, lifting Jesus' name high. Pastor Peter and the Gaba Community Church, they love Jesus. And they're spreading His love by planting transformational churches all throughout Uganda. And you know, one of those church plants is the Makono Community Church. This church preaches Jesus to the city of Makono, Uganda. And since last fall, we've been talking about how God has led New Life to adopt Makono as a sister church. And going forward this year, you'll be hearing more about that formal partnership that's forming forming with Makono Church. Because I have to tell you, they love Jesus. And we want to support their effort to spread His Word throughout their country. New life, we want to remember Jesus by helping Makono Church spread the fame of Jesus Christ to Uganda. Right now, I want you to uh, just turn your attention to the screens because Pastor Davis, the pastor of Makono Community Church, has just a special greeting for you this morning. Hello, friends from New Life Church. Uh, it's a blessing. I'm honored to really say I'm so grateful for what you're doing for us. Thank you so much for sending us a team in September 2009. We're so very grateful. They blessed us, our church, with the seats. We thank you so much, and they gave us so many gifts, and we are so happy about it. We're also uh, getting ready for your coming in July. We love you. We are so very grateful. Thank you so much for joining us. Serve God here in Mukono. God is doing great things. We are so excited that you're coming. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Pastor Davis, his wife Betty, and the people of Mukono Church are sold out for Jesus Christ. Uh, our Christmas offering this past year uh, went to purchase land for the church. And in that video... You saw the land in the new church building provided by New Life Church and Rockwell Church in Texas. And that uh, Makono Church is a beacon of light in the enemy's stronghold. Um, you may remember the last time I spoke in December about Makono uh, before the Christmas offering. We, I told you that the Makono District in, is the beachhead in Uganda for the spread and evangelism of witchcraft and voodoo throughout all of Uganda. And that child sacrifice and cannibalism are a direct result of that demonic influence. 
Well, I want to tell you today, we are kicking off a plan to help Macono Community Church break the back of Satan in that part of the world. Yeah. Starting this weekend, we're beginning a campaign to sponsor 300 children in Makona. You'll see some of their faces on the screens while I'm talking. In the past, we've sponsored children in Uganda through World Help, and I know many of you are participating in that, and praise God for that. But I want to encourage you, as we move forward, we want to partner specifically with the Makono Church to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ to the darkest part of Uganda. Because through this sponsorship program, we're going to be helping Pastor Davis preach the gospel to families in Makono, saving children from being sacrificed in the name of witchcraft. Makono Community Church is preaching Jesus right in the heart of the devil's kingdom. And they're showing that Jesus Christ has the power to break demonic influence and possession through His love, through His grace, and through His mercy. And as we remember Jesus Christ this weekend, we can do that by displaying His great love to children and families who are hopelessly caught in bondage to superstition and fear and death. By sponsoring a child, your family will provide school, clothes, food, shoes to those children. But more important than all of that is you're going to provide, you're going to directly connect that child to Makono Church. And through Africa Renewal Ministries and a ministry of Gaba Community Church that supports their church plant effort, you're giving Pastor Davis, the, the man you just saw on the screen, the opportunity to directly connect to children and their families. Because in order for a child to be part of that sponsorship program, they have to be connected to the Sunday school program at Makono Church. So this allows for the members of Makono to, to directly minister to the children about Jesus Christ and gives them the opportunity to reach into their families and minister to their families about Jesus Christ. By sponsoring a child through this GABA Makono New Life Partnership, you're directly influencing the well-being of that child, the physical well-being, but more importantly, so much more importantly, you're giving them the opportunity to know Jesus. Your money is going directly to leading those children to Jesus Christ and to their families. And without our help, the chances of those children knowing Jesus and just surviving is dramatically much lower. We need to remember Jesus today. We need to remember Jesus this weekend and for the rest of our lives. And the best way we can do that is by spreading His fame to the nations. And one specific way you can be part of sharing the name of Jesus with the nations is to sponsor a child in Makono. We remember Jesus best by helping someone else get to know Jesus. This is a day of remembering. This is a weekend of remembering. Remember those veterans who've given their lives on the field of battle who have just sacrificed their lives for the freedom that we so enjoy. Remember those saints who have served God with their lives and encourage us and motivate us by their lives of faith for us to live our lives of faith. And remember Jesus. Remember who He is and remember what He's done. And share that message with others. Tell someone in your 
community, in your work, in where you go to school, wherever you are, tell people about Jesus. Yes, remember Jesus. And then make a difference in the world by sponsoring a child. For $35 a month, you can help and be part to transform a life, to transform a family, to transform a community. The best way to remember Jesus is to help someone else get to know Jesus. So let me encourage you this morning, don't forget, but remember. Let's pray. Jesus, we come to you right now as family. We want to lift your name high. We want to remember who you are. We want to remember what you've done. Lord, we want to spread your fame and your name all over this world. God, I pray you'd help us this weekend to remember those who've given their lives in the service of, for our country. Help us, Lord, to remember those in your word who've lived lives of faith that we can use their example they modeled for us. But most importantly, help us to remember Jesus who endured the cross, despising the shame, and run His race with patience so that we can know You and have a relationship with You. Father, we pray for our brothers and sisters in Uganda. Help us to remember Your work in Uganda also. Bless these children, Father, that, that we're going to adopt, and bless these families. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.